On this episode of Jesus Center Stage, we talk about exciting things to come. The first podcast featuring the segment of book, chapter, and verse, asking Jesus into our hearts and God using the unqualified. Uh, you ready? I am, but I'm pretty sure you started out the last 10 with all right. So if you're going to do that again, at least do Matthew McConaughey. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I don't want to start that way. How about if I just start, uh, well, we're recording, so let's just go with what we got. Welcome. How's that? <laughs> uh, this is a conundrum every week. This is a conundrum. <laughs> How do you start a podcast? That's, uh, yeah, that's something we deal with every week. Um and then, like you said, we kind of use the same things over and you over. You use the same things yeah. over and over. Maybe I should start letting you open see that's how long idea. that lasts. That's a bad idea. Let's yeah. not do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not as easy as you might think to, uh, you know, once you get into it, sometimes we have trouble stopping. Yeah, that's hard um, too. Yeah, but uh, getting started sometimes just knowing, uh, we, we usually know what direction we're wanting to go into. Uh but yeah, getting getting those first first few little words out is is usually tough. So I'm not going to start with all right this time though. But you did. I just kind of did, didn't I? <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we can talk about some things we got coming up um, here for the podcast and uh, several things I, I'm excited about. Uh, do you know what's happening, or do you remember what's happening? And hopefully in April. It better happen. Well, the 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 wedding better the wedding, happen. The yeah. wedding better happen. Um, the other part, I think he died or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, those of you that are listening, a a good friend of ours, uh, someone who was in, actually in our wedding, mm-hmm. is getting married in April, and uh, we're going to uh, in Texas. Uh, so Wait, we're three weeks. Yeah, so we're going to fly out. Uh, to be at the wedding, but uh, we have asked if uh, if he might do a podcast with us when we're there about marriage. Um, uh, we had, you know, last week we talked about, or I think week before last, we talked about some listener uh, suggestions, comments. One of them was about marriage, and uh, so we're going out there for a wedding. Uh, this is a, a godly man and a godly woman, and I I just think it'd be a, a great time to mm-hmm. talk about uh, a godly marriage and, and uh, those concepts. So, uh, hopefully, besides, he deserves it. He grilled me before I married you. Yeah. So, so we'll he we'll, we'll have some a pestering. chance, and we'll we'll get to record record <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. Uh, so if he hears this, he might uh, he might back out on it. But anyways, yeah. we're, we're hopeful that's going to happen. We haven't got a definite. Uh, uh, time or a definite yes, really, I guess, but uh, we're, we're counting on yeah, it. Yeah, we're counting on it. Um, we're now on YouTube. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we got uh, episode 11, which was last week's episode, now is uh, up on YouTube. It's at Jesus Center Stage. So if you uh, just go to the search window, hit Jesus Center Stage, um, you can watch us do this. Um, it's the same exact podcast that you're going to hear here, but, uh, sometimes I know I enjoy just watching a podcast. Uh, you find something funny there? You said that you're going to hear here. Hear, here, hear, here now. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so we're on we're on YouTube, and like I said, uh, you can just uh, go there and search Jesus Center Stage, and uh, it should bring us right up there. Uh, the other thing we got coming up is we're looking into we ain't got the details yet, but we're gonna uh, maybe do so do a giveaway, uh, some shirts. Uh, we've had a couple made up just for ourselves. I've had a couple of people ask me about them. Well, Have one you? person asked me about it. If yeah. we had more, yeah, it's like no, not yeah. yet. The uh, the shirts that we have for those that listen, I forget what number, maybe five or six podcast. I think it was um, five. Yeah, we talked about the symbols, the gospel symbols. Uh, we've got shirts that's got the gospel symbols and then the uh, Jesus Center Stage logo, which is the JCS in the um, in that oval. Uh, so, but anyways, we're just thinking uh, we might. Might do a giveaway, uh, maybe maybe two or three shirts, and uh, don't know the details yet, just how we'll do that. But um, it's going. We need some listener feedback on that. If you guys yeah. would be interested in it, um, or if there's something else you would rather a giveaway, mm-hmm. um, give us some feedback on that. Yeah, send us a message on Facebook or email us jesuscenterstage at gmail dot com, and let us comment, know what your thoughts are. Comment on the YouTube on yes. the video forgot youtube uh, yeah new. so that's uh that's a great way and we we will probably use all those methods also uh during the giveaway as to how to get names of uh people to put into uh you know that we're going to pick from right uh so those are just a few things that we've uh that we've got coming up that we're excited about we're going to continue i know we've talked about uh, going out on the street and witnessing um we ordered a little more equipment this week and um, the lines of microphones and things to make that more convenient. Uh, we've got this, uh, if you're watching uh, on the video, we got this awesome recorder here now that uh, is ready to go. We tested it out this week, and it, it's, it worked great. So uh, a lot, lot that we're looking forward to. And speaking of new things... Uh, this week we're going to, uh, I don't know if you call this a segment or a feature. What would you call it? I don't know. Just something different. Yeah. A, a, a special. A Jesus Center Stage podcast special. No. No. That's not doing that it. That ain't going to work. No. Anyways, we're, we're going to do something. I'd say segment. A Usually segment. when they when they do something different in a radio broadcast or something, they say a mm-hmm. segment. It's like a segment. All right. So We're, maybe seg- I don't know. You We're just doing them, something different. You want to tell the listeners what this new segment is called? Book, chapter, verse. Book, chapter, verse. And, and the, the thought behind this is things that, uh, that we hear in church, things we hear uh, related to the Bible, uh, things related to, you know, just being a Christian. Um, and we have found, I guess really over the last year, that... Oftentimes when you go look for book, chapter, verse, and, and those that might not quite be getting this, it's what book of the Bible, what chapter in that book, and what verse in that chapter. Um, but when you go to look for it, we're finding that there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that are actually just church tradition, that are Christian um, you know, sayings, but they're not in the, not in the Bible. And... Um, so we're going to, I don't know how often we'll do it. We'll just do it when, whenever it's convenient, I guess. But 
uh, what we're going to have today is uh, segment number one, I guess you could say, of book, chapter, verse. And we're going to tackle two things that we hear, and we're going to find out, are they in the Bible or are they not in the Bible? So take off, go. So one thing that we hear a lot, um, and most of us, if we've been around church people or listened to any kind of sermons, if we have had even the the least amount of exposure to to church or to preaching or anything, we've heard the phrase or the suggestion, ask Jesus into your heart. Mm-hmm. And it's related to salvation. It's, it's a term, it's a phrase that's used to, you need to get saved, invite Jesus into your heart, or ask Jesus into your heart, and you will be saved. Yeah, I've heard it a thousand times, I think. Yeah, and it's, well, it it's so widely used, but it's widely accepted, and it's one of those mm-hmm. things that we're so accustomed to hearing it and even saying it ourselves. I, I know for a fact that I've said it. Mm-hmm. I've been a Sunday school teacher to little kids for years, and I know that that has come out of my mouth yeah. because I've been accustomed to hearing it. Mm-hmm. And so it just gets passed on from one person to the other, and we don't we don't take the time to say book, chapter, verse. Yeah. Is it is it actually is it in, in the there? Bible to say if you want salvation, you need to ask Jesus into your heart? So that's the big that's the big question. It's a big cliffhanger at the moment. So. Reveal, is that in the Bible? No. No. Okay. (laughs) No. I think the cat was out of the bag on that one before we got to the big Um, reveal. Sometimes, and and some of our listeners might be thinking of this too, that phrase I think is built from um, in Revelation, in one of the letters to the churches in Revelation 3, Mm -hmm. Jesus, it's words in in red when he's talking to the church and he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock if anyone hear my voice. If you if you dig into the meaning of that verse and and even read it in the Amplified, it's talking to the church as a body, as if you're listening to me as a group of people. If you're listening to me, I'm standing outside your church door, knocking, saying, "Let me come back into the church, and yeah. let me be f- focused back into the church." It's not a reference to individual salvation. Yeah, when or salvation, says, period. True. It's it's the church was built on on him. The mm-hmm. church was, um, I guess you could say, founded in our, you know, in in him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I believe that's that's what's for. I'm on the outside of your church. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, and and like I said, it's not referring to salvation, but we have taken it as Christians for generations. And, and coined that phrase, ask Jesus into your heart, meaning that's what it takes to get saved. Yeah, and I've heard pe- I've heard that exact conversation. Someone will say, well, what do I need to do to get saved? And the answer is? Ask Jesus into your heart. Book, chapter, verse. Yeah, book, <laughs> chapter, verse. It, it's not there. And, you know, you, you, we hear things like that. And as you said, you've said it, I've said mm-hmm. it. Uh, but that's why it's important to to search it and see where it's at, what book's in it, what chapter, what verse. You'd be surprised how many things that you're accustomed to, that you've grown up with, that you've heard, that you've accepted. Mm-hmm. When you start looking in the Bible and you start searching, 
sometimes the concepts are there. Sometimes it's twisted. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's two things mixed together. You know, you, the just and and it gets repeated, um, and that's it's not in there. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, a lot of times the concepts are there. Uh, so you can say, well, you know, well, Jesus said, and then, you know, this, it might not be word for word, but the overall concept uh-huh. is there. But um, other than, you know, that verse that you said out of Revelation, uh, I don't see anything even close to this. And, and we can tell there that he is talking about the church. But we also, you, you might be thinking now, well, I mean, what's so bad about asking Jesus into your heart? You got thought? I did. So I, I was just thinking about the, the whole idea of asking, inviting Jesus to come into my heart. If you if you really think about it on a, just a simplistic level, that is, that it doesn't even make sense. And the reason I say that is because the verse in Jeremiah came to mind. I think it's Jeremiah 17 that says, The heart is, is desperately wicked, mm-hmm. deceitful and desperately wicked. So you're saying that I need to ask Jesus, perfection, holiness, righteousness, into a desperately wicked place. Like the very, like the, this, just, just on the surface. Yeah. It, it doesn't really make sense to, like, how's but, that going to work yeah. out? It, but with that being said, too, he, he will come into your heart. But he changes it. He changes it. Yeah. And that's, uh. That's well, one thing. Book, chapter, verse, he will come into your heart. Well, okay, I, I'm going to have to look, but I can tell you it's, it's in John where he says, my father and I will make our abode in you, with you. I'm going to have to check that now, ain't I? But Are you my, mean like John 15? Or? Yeah, yeah, John, John 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there. But he says that we will make our abode with you. We will abide, you know, with you. So I, you know, I take that as all of me, my heart, my, my brain, my everything about me that, uh, that he is there. But uh, OK, I don't know if this is the one you're thinking of. But in 1423, it says, Jesus answered, if anyone really loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our dwelling place with him. See, yeah. that's a result of keeping his word, though, not a result of salvation. Hmm. Okay. Well, now we, we're going to have a, a deeper study um, off of just that. But I, I do believe that, that at, at, the, at when Jesus comes in, when, when you do uh, legitimately uh, surrender yourself to him, I, I believe that that he comes it says the holy ghost his presence will come. his presence indwells yeah but i think like you said it's more a thing of every part of your life mm-hmm. when jesus when you almost said when you invite jesus in when you get saved you're you're surrendering not just your heart but your thoughts your lifestyle like everything about you yeah is open to him changing you. But like you, we don't, we don't have that power to change ourselves. No. But when we surrender to him, then he has that power to change every part of us, not just a a certain, mm-hmm. not a, a certain single part. Yeah, you, you know, in in the Psalms, uh, David said, "Search my heart, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know God will deal with the heart, and and that was that was David saying, looking in my heart, I know there's things there that are that are wicked and nasty, mm-hmm. and He's still and, creating me yeah. a clean heart. Yeah. So yeah, that so there is some. I heart think that's work a closer that's closer to a salvation prayer. I think. Yeah. Created me a clean heart. Yeah. Renew a right spirit within me. That's closer to a salvation prayer than asking Jesus to come into your filthy heart. Mm-hmm. So what? What's the dangers of of asking Jesus to come into your heart? And um, my my first answer would be a uh, false conversion. Where, okay, where clarification. You, Not the danger of asking Jesus to come into your heart, but the danger of using that phrase or using that to explain salvation. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like if someone has has honestly asked Jesus to come into their heart and their life, there's, there's not a danger in that in no, and of itself. No, there, Well, how you want to look at that, though? There's a danger to that person. And let me just give you an example. You, you, you see someone on the street and you say, uh, you know, do, do you know Jesus as your Savior? And they say no. And you say, well, you know, there's hellfire and brimstone for those who, who don't know him as their savior and they say well, what i need to do and you say well you just need to ask jesus into your heart and ask him to save you so they do well then they go on but what the danger is that they just they go on from that point and they say well i'll ask him into my heart so he's there so everything is good and, and then nothing changes. And, and they're not saved they're not nothing changed that's the danger because they think they're going to heaven but they're not i can see that i'm just saying I guess for those who, like us, for so long accepted that mm-hmm. and didn't didn't question that, and and maybe now they're saying, well, I think that's how I got saved. Yeah. And well, now that uh, like I'm not, we're not, we're not bringing this up to to question salvation here, but as a as a thing of first of all, you need to know book chapter verse. For the things that you believe and the th- the things you claim, you need book, chapter, verse. But second of all, when you go to share Jesus with someone, don't spread it. Don't keep yeah. don't keep it going. And like I said, it's hard not to. Um, but let's look at what what salvation really is. I mean, how how we really get there, I should say. Uh, and of course, we're going to go to Romans uh, chapter ten, uh, verse uh, Romans. There's the book. The chapter is 10, <laughs> and the verse is, is starting at 9, and it says uh, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth that uh, the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Um, so there, there's a, a, it's a pretty clear yeah, there's a pretty explanation clear, of salvation. Yeah, and that's... Uh, that goes back to that danger, though. It did, you know, it didn't just say ask him into your heart, uh, but you got to confess mm-hmm. with your mouth. You got to um, to believe that that he died and that he was raised again for your sins, and and there's a change there. Um, of course. Uh, so in the amplified, and I think this is important to to add to it to note. It says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and the Amplified explains that as in recognizing his power authority and majesty as God that is a very important part 
mm-hmm. of getting saved is recognizing who he is. Yeah. It might I, be easier if you put those things on. Well, my my <laughs> headphones are, are in my way. I'm going to get you um, some of those, the, the little ones that don't have the ear pieces yeah. that you can just <laughs> set you on me, your face. Why don't you get me a monocle? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get right on that. Yeah, I re- probably just need one of those magnifying things you lay on the Bible. You seen those? No, these are cuter. I'm getting these. Okay. Yeah, I think the monocle. And then, of course, after the monocle, I'd have to get a cane. No. 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 Mr. Peanut, remember him? No. The planter's peanut. The top guy. hat's not happening. The top hat. Oh. Okay, focus. Okay, we're gonna focus. Uh, Acts. Uh, the here we go again. Wait, the are book. you are you going to mine? You taking mine away? Go ahead. Acts sixteen. Acts sixteen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So in Acts sixteen, uh, the the famous story that probably everyone knows about Paul and Silas were thrown in prison and. Um, they were they were beaten and thrown in prison, and then at midnight they started singing and praying, and then there was an earthquake and their shackles fell off, and you know the whole great story. Well, at the end of that, the jailer comes and um, he's freaking out because the, all the doors are open, and yep. he's thinking if the prisoners are gone, I'm about to be dead mm-hmm. because I fell asleep on the watch, and now all the doors are open and I'm going to be held accountable for that um so he was about to kill himself and verse 28 says paul shouted saying do not hurt yourself we are all here then the jailer called for torches and rushed in and trembling with fear he fell down before paul and silas and after he brought them out of the inner prison he said sirs what must i do to be saved all right so what now we're going to get down to it he just asked exactly what must Mm -hmm. i do all right yes so the answer is, believe in the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior and entrust yourself to him and you will be saved. You and your household, if they also believe. That speaks to the individual. If they believe. If they yeah. believe. Your household will be saved if they believe also. Not just because you do, mm-hmm. but they must believe also. And they spoke the word of the Lord concerning eternal salvation through faith in Christ to him and to all who were in his house, and he took them that very hour of the night, washed their bloody wounds, and immediately he was baptized, he and all his household. Yeah. So, that again, the recipe for salvation, what must I do to be saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. That's right. So we're, we're, we're needing to move on because we're going to cover two of these today. Um, ask Jesus into your heart, not in the Bible. There's no book, no chapter, and no verse for it. Um, it is repent, confess your sins, believe. And, and when you say mm-hmm. believe, it's not that, well, I believe Jesus is real. It's believe, as we read earlier, that he died and, and that was raised by God. Uh, that, that, that on that cross, he took your mm-hmm. sins. And then on that third day, that he, he overcame death, hell, and the grave. That's when, when we believe. And, uh, and believe that he had that 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 those things gives him the power to forgive you mm-hmm. and to give you a new life. Like you have to believe in his in his recreation yeah. in in his, his resurrection power in his power to to rebirth you. Yeah. So that you can be born again. Um, I know we need to go to the to the next one, but on on that same thing in Ephesians two, it says for by gra- for it is by grace that you have been saved. 
and this salvation is not of yourselves, but it is the undeserved. I skipped this. I sk- hang on. It is by grace that you are saved through faith, and this salvation is not of yourselves. It is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. Yeah. So again, again that speaks to the faith mm-hmm. and the belief. It is not a, not not an invitation. Yeah, you you don't just ask him in. You, there's got to be that confession, that belief, that faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll close this one out by saying to those to our listeners who who hopefully uh, do share Jesus with with the lost is don't go out and share Jesus seeking someone to recite a prayer with you, but go out. Seeking they might not be ready in that moment. That they may not. Uh, but go out just seeking for them to to know Jesus. But the the best way that I feel is that they see their need of Him. Mm-hmm. And if we look at if we look at the Ten Commandments, and and where we stack up in those, and then we look at Jesus, we'll see that He's our only way. So it's not about getting a, a prayer recited. You know, too many times somebody will say, "Well, I've I've helped you know." A hundred people get saved because they repeated a prayer, and nothing never changed. But did their life change? Yeah, they just they just speaking of speaking of going out and witnessing though will kind of lead us into our next one Um, because a lot of the times when we talk about going out and witnessing or sharing the gospel, Mm -hmm. you've got the the number one excuse: I'm not qualified. Yep. So our book chapter verse number two: God calls the unqualified is it there or is it not book chapter verse book chapter verse i'm going to take us to second corinthians as the book chapter three as the chapter and we're going to start at verse five and that says not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves but our sufficiency is of God. Verse that, 6, I'm going to read verse 6. Okay. Who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament, not to the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. And the Amplified, not that we are sufficiently qualified in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency and qualifications come from God. He has qualified us making us sufficient as ministers of a new covenant of salvation through Christ, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter of the law kills by revealing sin and demanding obedience, but the Spirit gives life. Well, there we have it. So God calls the unqualified. Yes. There book, is, chapter, verse. There is book, chapter, verse. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. And 6. And 6. Yeah, but verse 5 is, is really mm-hmm. the, the key point there. Uh, so we can see that, and you know, I, uh, as we was kind of preparing for this, I said, "Well, we've got a, a a whole list of people that that was unqualified, uh, starting with Abraham, and then go to Moses, and then go to David, and 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 continue on, mm-hmm. and all, all the way up to the disciples. Go through all those and see somebody that was definitely qualified, but but I just now thought, I had this thought, so I'm going to give it to you." Now, go through and tell me somebody God called that actually was qualified. Silence and crickets. I don't know anybody. Yeah. 
Because it, like everybody had issues. Everybody had issues. <laughs> Every- and, and and that should speak volumes to to us as That's as true. believers now. I was literally racking my brain over here, like running through prophets, and I'm like, no, no, no. He whined a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah no. they, they, yeah, all through through the Old Testament into the New Testament, and and. Just digging as deep as you want. I can't think of a single person that didn't have issues. No, no, I I can't. I mean, some were bigger than others, but yeah. So not only does does God call the unqualified to to do what He needs done, but He only uh, calls uh, the unqualified. And you think why is that? Well, first of all, I think it's because we're we're all flawed. I got book chapter verse for that one. You got that one too. Uh, I think we're all flawed, so none of us are going to be qualified. But here's the thing. Anyone that that we think is qualified, but especially anyone who feels that they themselves are qualified. Automatically unqualifies them. That's right. You, you're not to think too highly of yourselves. Mm-hmm. What you got for us So there? Uh, you said, why does he choose the unqualified? So book chapter verse for that is 1 Corinthians 1, um, starting in verse... 26 just look at your own calling believers not many of you were considered wise according to human standards not many powerful or influential not many of high or noble birth but god has selected the foolish things of the world to shame the wise and god has selected for his purpose the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong god has selected for his purpose the insignificant things of the world and the things that are despised and treated with contempt even the things that are nothing and here's the reason so that he might reduce to nothing the things that are, are that are, so that no one may be able to boast in the presence of God. That's go. why he chooses the unqualified, because this is about him. Yeah. So and he's not going to let anyone steal that glory. Mm-hmm. And if if anyone, I th- I think uh, I can't give you the the address on this one, but uh, there's a scripture in there that says if anyone thinks more highly of himself. I think it's Philippians. Um, so we we can see that that those times that you're thinking more highly of yourself, or you uh, just put it in these terms, if you think you're qualified, uh, then you probably haven't realized who you are compared to God. Mm-hmm. And, and so that that question is is clearly answered through the scriptures that that He does call those who who are not qualified for the purpose, but and as I said, we could go through and, and pick, uh, you know, I just kind of quickly went through a group of names earlier. But, uh, I mean, David, he was a shepherd. Uh, not only was he a shepherd, but he was he was the youngest and the smallest of all of his brothers. Um, if you read that story of when Samuel came to, uh, to anoint David, mm-hmm. uh, it tells us that some of the others physically looked the part. Um but then it was it was David who was called. Uh, of course, we know the disciples were, you, you know, if if we had picked people, we wouldn't have picked Peter. We would have probably looked at the at the Pharisees and said, "Oh, well, they know all the scriptures," and they, you know, mm-hmm. but God said, "No, they think they're qualified." So, but inside they're mark, full of dead man's bones. I'm gonna mark them <laughs> off the list. There's a book chapter verse for yeah. that too. I'm going to mark them off the list, and I'm going to go get that guy out there that's really angry right now because he can't catch no fish, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go get him. 
So the the verse that you were talking about, I thought it was in Philippians, and they're similar the thoughts in Philippians. But the verse that you were referring to was Romans twelve three. For by the grace of God given to me, I say to every one of you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think. Um, and then the the verses that I was th- thinking of in Philippians talk about to not do things out of selfishness, but regard others as more important than yourselves. Yeah. So it's kind of along that same that same line of keep your keep yourself in check. <laughs> you're not you're not all that in a bag of chips. You're could, not that great. We could tie all those in to the verses that the first will be last, and the, the last, last shall be, be first. first. Um, we can look at uh, when uh, they was looking at who was going to be the most powerful in the kingdom. Uh, those kinds of things. Uh, not you. Yeah, not <laughs> you, and not you. But uh, yeah, so. But let that be an encouragement. If you feel like you're unqualified, then you're exactly who he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're exactly who he can use, who he wants to use. Because if you're unqualified, that means you have to have him. You have to have his wisdom. You have to have his compassion. Mm-hmm. You have to have his kindness. You have to have his heart. So that's exactly yeah. that's touch- exactly where you should be, and that's exactly how you should feel. You yeah. should feel unqualified. You, because you if we ever get the if we ever get the idea that we can do it ourselves, mm-hmm. then he can't use us anymore. Well, no. If if you think that you're qualified to do whatever it is God's wanting you to do, then it's too easy to have the mindset of I'm going to do all I can do and then when I come to the end of that then I'll ask God for help if yeah. I if I need it and sadly and, too many of us do that yeah so when you think you're qualified that's that's where it'll lead us but uh, as you said when I when you start at step one and say I can't make it to step two without God mm-hmm. and 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 it, it it does it brings us sometimes to a point of questioning and saying I, I you know I just can't do it I'm gonna quit I just can't do it and then all of a sudden you see well I I kind of done that I didn't realize you know that this was happening I I I didn't think I could speak to someone but then I did and uh, and then again is when we realize it must have not been me yeah. It must have been God giving me the words to say. Mm-hmm. It must have been God giving me the boldness in that moment uh, because I know that I wouldn't have done it by yeah. myself. You know, I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm not outspoken. I don't talk to people. I don't approach people. I've walked away from conversations or walked out from behind the pulpit thinking, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Like, I had never even thought of that thought. And it, next thing I knew, it was out of my mouth. And, and I, I think, where did that come from? Uh, but it's because I'm not qualified to do that. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough scripture. I don't, you, you know, I don't have the wisdom. And then all of a sudden, I know a scripture and I have the wisdom to share it. in in that moment, and mm-hmm. and it wasn't me. It was him. Jesus says, um, he told his disciples that the Spirit would bring all things to their remembrance, mm-hmm. whatever he had taught them. Um, and that and in another place he says don't be afraid of what you're going to say to someone yeah. because he will bring he will give you the words give you the words um so for anyone who's been using that excuse i'm sorry but that it doesn't work anymore there's no excuse there's no excuse on that one <laughs> get anymore up and go. get up and do it <laughs> that's right even if you don't feel qualified because that's that god is calling you yeah. if you're not if you're not qualified god is calling you that's right so all right well uh we're getting kind of close here on time. Um, 
I would, you, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but we, I enjoy these book, chapter, verse Me too, segments. it's my favorite. Uh, but it would be great, too, if, if you're listening and you've got... Oh, yes, challenge us, please. Yeah, you've got a challenge out there of, I've heard this, but I can't find it in the Bible, or, you know, I've heard this and it's there, but, you know, I don't know if it's... But it's out of context. context. Uh, we'd love to hear those things. As yes. I said, uh, we've had some... Um, we had a, a several things given to us, and we touched on some of them the past two weeks, uh, and we're going to get to the others uh, soon. And uh, so, yeah, reach out if you got a book, chapter, verse question uh, or a thought. Uh, mm-hmm. Challenge us, and uh, and we'll all grow together uh, as we learn as yes. we learn God's word. So, um, ask Jesus into your heart. No book, chapter, verse. God calls the unqualified. There is book, chapter, verse. And I'm going to leave it with that.